Welcome to the greatest hockey show in the world. I know it's not a lot of energy because I found when I go really loud, that's when it cuts out. But good week, everybody. How are you doing? Coming to you live from the Dex Express, right in the old RV, sitting in a rink parking lot in Laurel, Maryland. Good week. I hope everyone is doing great. Trish, Dan, how are you guys doing? So oh, good. Just, just to clarify, not all three of us are like sardined in the RV right now. Nick yes, is, I'm not. Uh, I'm is not live from Mexico right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be a lot cooler if we were. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen at some point. One day. One day. Mm-hmm. All right. So we need you all before we really jump in to go to whatever app that you subscribe to podcasts on and give us a little subscription, become one of our subscribers. Uh, And then if you're on there, you might as well rate and review us as well so that other people can find us. We'd be really appreciative if you did that. That's how other people find us. So you doing that for free is a great way to support us. Uh, And then you want to follow us, uh, the BLPA on everything. You can follow Dan at the Danny vibes on Twitter. I'm Trish Dangle on Twitter. And then Nick of course is Nicker Jones on Twitter or the Nicker Jones on Instagram. And then tell us, uh, tell everybody about our sponsor, Nick. So this show is brought to you by the Hockey Wolf. Ow, ow, ow. Ow. So the Hockey Wolf is a perfect sponsor for our show, the BLPA, the Beer League Players Association. They're perfect because they are a bunch of Beer League buttes just like us. And they're trying to make the game more affordable for everyone out there. So you can hit them up for team wear, for jerseys, for hockey gear they even have specially branded blpa stuff so go check them out uh, hockeywolf.com and uh show them some love because they're showing us some love so the hockey wolf ow 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 ow, ow, ow. <laughs> so what's on the docket today trish like what what, what are we talking about uh, we missed last week well, didn't miss you guys actually did record mm-hmm. but uh the the audio just wasn't of uh a quality that we could let out uh, because mm-hmm. one of the, the guests was kind of cutting out. So sorry we missed last week, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had yeah. some We'll, we'll some get audio that. We'll issues. re-record that. We'll get it. Technical yeah. difficulties. Yes. But of course, today we have to talk about some BLPA updates because we've got some big Instagram news. Uh, and then we, I want to talk about our beer league or just general hockey heroes. Uh, we did touch on that on our episode last week, the, uh, the, what are we going to call it? The unaired episode, I guess. And then I want to talk about what Warren's getting booted from a league. We've got a lot of Tom Wilson drama going on. It's starting to die down, but I don't really want to talk about that because everybody's talked about that. I want to talk about your own beer league. Um, and then just in general, physical play in beer league and what, what you can get away with and what you can't. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't think Tom Wilson did anything wrong, but that's just me. I mean, it seemed like it was, like you said, it was just kind of like he said, that's a hockey play he does all the time. So, uh, but let's talk about beer league since that's what this show is about and the BLP updates. As I said, I'm sitting in the in the parking lot of a rink in Laurel, Maryland, for our second ever BLPA bash. We got 28 teams of hockey playing beer league. Uh, Buttes just ready to to take on the world this weekend, and so we got here a couple days early. I uh, was driving on. I had a dri- uh, a riding partner named Mr. Jeff Peck, old Pecky baby, who fell asleep at like ten o'clock, 
And uh, <laughs> so instead of making it all the way here at 1.30, I threw in the towel and was like, well, let's pull over and sleep here. He's over there fucking snoring away. Uh, <laughs> and so it wasn't much of a driving partner. But other than that, man, super, super stoked about the turnout for BLPA Bash. Next weekend, we're in Cleveland for a Dex. Weekend after that, we're in Boston for a Dex. And then moving right along to June, where we have a couple couple tournaments in Madison, uh, Wisconsin. And then July, mm-hmm. where we just keep keep going. We got the Austin BLPA Fest at the end of the month. We got Denver. We got Seattle. So lot, lots on the docket uh, for BLPA stuff. But I, you want to talk about Instagram and how we fucking blew right past 10,000 followers on there. We might be up to 11,000 now. I haven't even checked today. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to go check right now. But we did have um, a little giveaway at 10K. So talk more about... Oh, we're at 12K right now. Oh, wow. just blowing by things. Um, so, yeah. So uh, I want to get 10K selfishly because I want to be able to put links in our story so more people could could link to what we're doing and be a part of the BLPA and... Uh, so we we said, hey, listen, when we get to 10K, we're going to give away a VIP uh, draft experience. And that's basically we're going to fly someone out. We're going to put them up in a hotel and we're going to fully fuck got a dirt bike gang rolling through. Sorry about that. <laughs> really a dirt bike gang in a parking lot. Not not really not real motorcycles, like literally dirt, like 125 CC motorcycles. There's like five of them just uh, just just going around the parking lot. Wish I had a dirt bike. I'd ride with them. Dude, time uh, to join the gang. <laughs> yeah that's um, a sign but yeah so we're so we're bringing out someone i can't remember who won but they did win uh i know i played xbox with the guy before so pretty stoked about that uh he's pretty stoked he doesn't know which tournament he's coming to but he he said he's here for it and he's ready to come play with us so awesome it's awesome. dealer's choice on on the tournament right any tournament in the United States, like you can't use it for Iceland, of course, which mm-hmm. uh, we had to open that up because we sold that out in pre-registration. So now we're moving to six teams and I think we only have like 10 spots left even after we opened it up. So that's, wow. that thing's moving right along as well. So that's awesome. Wow. Y'all are going to have a blast in Iceland. Are and, you not going? Uh, she's going. She just fuck <laughs> around. Uh, so, Hey, we're also going to get into golf tournaments. I got one working in Scottsdale in uh, early December where it's still warm. We could probably swim in the pool in December, but we're also going to play a lot of golf. So more, more news coming on that. And I'm not a golfer. Like I've played before. I played with my parent or my dad, like in 2013, I played a lot that summer, but very sparingly since then, maybe one round a year if I'm lucky. Uh, and so just the other day I landed in DC and was like, Oh, we're doing it. We're going to do a hockey or a golf event soon. So I went and bought some clubs and just put them in the RV. So now I'm going to start swinging the sticks just ready to put, you know, I've, I've conquered hockey. I've conquered ball in my conquered, life. Huh? Yeah, I'm uh, going to need your yeah. definition of conquer. Okay. Just, I conquered it. I conquered it. And so now I got to conquer golf. And, uh, you know, I've always been able to drive the ball a long way. You know, just go out there and fucking take it to pound town. But the putting and chipping has kind of left a, a bit to be desired. So I'm going to become a sniper around the greens. That's my goal. So Amazing. Well, Conquer. anytime you decide to put on a mini golf tournament, I am there, but not not so big on the actual. First golf, golf is well, the ultimate drinking sport. Yeah, it I've, is for sure. If you like, I've been to top like golf. You can play. That's about well, it. Top golf's great. Well, if you've yeah, been to top fun. golf, you could play regular golf for sure. Yeah, Perfect. all you got to do bring your drink of choice. You know, maybe don't drive the cart. Maybe have somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you know, see see how many holes it takes you to get drunk. That sounds great. On a nice day. Whole six, maybe. 
there have been one or two outings with buddies where I'm, you know, I'm I'm standing there at the tee at hole seven looking down. I'm like, oh, no, I might need to stop. <laughs> well, I'll have to figure out what my I I'm not going to finish that sentence. I will get on the golf train. I'll figure that out so I can be ready for Arizona. all you got to do is find yeah, a you drink. Can conquer it too. You can conquer it, Trish. I will it. conquer golf. Just do it. I'll get there. Just do it. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll just have to get myself some clubs. That's all. We'll figure it out. Okay, so. Oh, man, yeah. I see some really interesting golf clubs at the thrift store. There's always clubs at the thrift store. Are they going to, like, get me where I need to go, though? Yeah. You're you're just starting out. They'll they'll take you beyond that. (laughs) Like, you'd be surprised some of, like, the gems you can find there. It's ridiculous. Perfect. All right. I'll be on a shopping trip this weekend. Try to figure that out. Um, let's move on though, uh, from my potential conquering of golf onto, I want to hear about Nick's beer league hockey hero. We talked about ours. So, uh, on this unaired mystery episode last week, so maybe we'll touch on ours. Uh, but Nick, you weren't there. So I want to hear about yours. All right. Well, I and don't it know can't be yourself. A... It can't be yourself. <laughs> Well, that's where I was going. I, uh, I don't. I mean, Stop. I don't really have like a, 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 I guess a beer league hockey hero. I'd have to say my wife, even though she doesn't play, because without my wife, I like I wouldn't be able to do what I'm able to do in beer league. Like, really, I'm sitting in a parking lot in Laurel, Maryland. My wife's back home with a kid in Calgary, Alberta, and I'm gone for uh, you know three and a half weeks. So, I mean, if, if we're going to talk about someone that uh, makes my beer league dreams come true, it would have to be uh, be my wife, Tannis. Um, but on the ice, I man, I, I don't know. I, I've never really I've never really thought about there's never there's not anyone that really inspires me um, per se to to. To, to, to play beer league I, I just love playing so it, it's just one of those things i like what 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 are the parameters of what makes a beer league hero um, no i honestly think like your wife was a phenomenal answer yeah i think wife wife is a great Thank answer um i mean i i get it like i mean god i've known you for so long like at some point like i'd love to meet meet tannis you know the brains behind behind nick <laughs> so no i think that's a great answer you could you could throw out you know your partner that helped you create a beer league empire, probably, you know. Fuck that pumps, guy. Pumps fuck, that tires. guy. <laughs> fuck, fuck that guy, Randy. Long hair having son of a bitch. No, Randy. I, I, I heaped enough praise on him a couple episodes ago. That's all That's all he's getting from me. That's it for well, the hey, year. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. Wait, he was on the episode last week. Was I his beer league hero? You'll have to listen. Did you? Did you not listen to the whole thing? Uh, no, I could. I that's why I'm not releasing it because I couldn't even get through it because it was just bugging me with the uh, with the cutting so, in and out. So we're gonna re-record it, but he said a lot of really nice things about you. I do think you should give it a listen. Hey, yeah, well, he uh, if he's if hey if he said he's my beer league hero, then I'm gonna reciprocate and take back all those other things I said. But well, don't take don't take didn't. back the wife, man. If she's gonna listen, like you're gone well, this you, long, you don't can... go home. <laughs> don't go home if you're taking back. Listen, I I I think you're you got it twisted if you think my wife listens to anything that I do. She the only thing she listens to is when, oh, when I when I'm leaving. She totally or when does. I'm coming she's, home. Already, she's gonna hold it over you one day. I didn't know. I, I don't think so. Okay, well, Randy's number two in my books. Then number two. All right, that's good. Dan and wanna... everyone else that ever told me I couldn't fucking do it. I guess they're my hero too because I fucking prove them wrong every fucking 
time I do something. <laughs> Eight years. Fuck him. Fueled by spite. Fueled by spite. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Everyone has to have something. Something that gets them going, right? So. Oh yeah, haters are your motivators. I don't got any haters. I don't think. I'm sure you have one or two. Um, there's gotta be one yeah. or two. <laughs> Just we all people have that... one or two. <laughs> uh, jealousy. If you're a hater, mm-hmm. rate us five stars. Well, hey, here, <laughs> <laughs> hey, here, hey, here's the deal. I, and I, I, hey, I don't hate anybody. Just so you'll know, I strongly dislike people for the way that they act and treat people. But I don't, I don't hate them, even if they've done wrong by me. I still don't hate. I feel sorry for them a little bit for mm-hmm. people that uh, that that are like that. But hey, that's they have to live with that. I, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about people like that right i mean i do have some motivation to prove people wrong that tell me no but once i prove them wrong like what's the point of 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 that anymore right like you just just kind of go on like i i do what i like doing and you know people say no or hey they don't like it well hey everything that i do isn't for 100 percent of the people out there like i know i can't please everyone so you just you just keep going so take that with you as a lesson that you learned on the blpa big show is hey just do what you like and if if you're proud of it then then it's fucking good don't listen to everyone else you can use the hate for motivation but once you prove them wrong you just fuck it then they're then they're meaningless to you there you go i've started turning around my dislike and my hate and just being embarrassed for that person yeah yeah that's a good one that's a good one hey, you, and you know why because hate hate so like hate is so consuming like i spent mm-hmm. a lot of time hating like my ex-employers for, for what they did to me and then i was like why am i wasting so much time like they don't matter they can't do what i can do and so why am i hating them for giving me an opportunity to do what i can do on my own and it's it's been perfect like like i i work less i'm you know i i do better than what i did working for them and i'm free just to do what i want uh, at my own leisure uh and not have people say oh that's not a good idea we don't think that's a good direction and so like I spent all this time like being pissed off at them when they when they wrongfully terminated me, proven by the Alberta government, I might add. Um, but at the end of the day, you're like, why am I wasting my time on th- these guys are losers? So why waste my time on a bunch of losers? And so, uh, yeah, it, it just consumes you to a point. So I just kind of realized that hate is one of those things that it just it brings everything around you down and you can waste so much time and so many good ideas and so much energy that you can put into doing other stuff. So why, so why hate people? Just, just say, mm-hmm. I feel sorry for them. Like sucks, sucks to suck, sucks to be them and, and move along with your life mm-hmm. and don't think about it. And, and which does suck because then people like, I don't think about it until people come and say, Oh, look at this. And I'm just like, well, like they can do what they want to do, I guess. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, hate such a such a wasted wasted energy emotion. Like for, when you hate someone, you should just be like, well, they don't matter to me. So the hate should be you just forget about them because that's going to hurt them way more than you dwelling on them. Really. Mm-hmm. You're definitely right. Okay, we're gonna move on to more positive vibes. Oh yeah, we're going to, or maybe not more positive vibes. Uh, we're not going to talk about tom wilson but inspired by the shenanigans that went on with him recently i was curious and like what i've seen happen on the ice at my games and stuff i was curious if y'all have ever seen anybody get like booted from a league or like a major suspension or anything like that and what warranted that 
and what do you think should warrant getting booted from a league? Well, I I think yeah. I think warrant I, I think if you fight, you should be kicked out of your league. But here's the deal: I I didn't grow up playing hockey, and I'm not I'm not myself not good enough to fight. And I remember when I started playing, my wife said, "Listen, you can't even skate, so if you're gonna fight." Just just don't even bother suiting up because it's not for you. And I saw a lot of beginners fighting, especially in Oklahoma, because I, I think back then uh, a lot of people just thought that that's what you weren't a hockey player unless unless you were fighting. Right. And so they thought that that's what the game was about. Um, and so I just like I just thought, well, fighting never had its place in beer league. But as I started working in adult hockey and, and getting around a way more skilled players and listening to them for them. Like, I don't think anyone just likes to fight. Maybe there's a couple weirdos that just, they get their rocks off on Chuck and Nucks and Sunday night, 11 o'clock game for the beer league. Maybe. Uh, but those people are probably psychotic in real life too. But they, they, it was explained to me that, Hey, you know, some, sometimes people come out on the ice and whether they've had a bad day or whatever, and they they do things they shouldn't do, whether it's, you know, getting their stick up or hacking in the hands. And if you tell them to stop and they don't stop, well, there has to be some sort of consequences for those actions. And, you know, what? if we get in a fight and they get punched in the face, then they usually think different about things going forward. Uh, and, and tend to to not do the stuff that they shouldn't be doing. So I understand that higher level guys use fighting as a deterrent. And so that kind of puts me at odds with, well, fighting has nothing to do in beer league. So I guess I kind of have to say fighting shouldn't be in the lower levels because a lot of the people aren't skilled enough to understand what they're doing. But if you've played hockey your whole life and that's the only deterrent you have to make people not play recklessly and dangerously, then maybe it, maybe it is warrant, warranted. But going out of your way to intentionally injure or harm someone, it should definitely get you kicked out of the old beer leagues. I think we've talked about, like, touched on this before, maybe I'm imagining things, that, like, folks that start playing hockey as an adult and have never been exposed to a lot of hockey as, like, a youth – they tend to come into hockey and think like, oh, it's all about fighting. It's all about the physical play. That's all hockey's about. And like, if you grew yeah, up playing hockey, you know view. that that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like, I've seen not team expulsions, but like, we had, uh, there was a league that I played in. There were no divisions for whatever reason. Um, and there was one team, and it was and it was a Warriors team, which I didn't we didn't know at the time, but like we 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 hated playing them every time, because people are just you know throwing full on checks or you know like Nick is saying like slashing the hands, just all this all this physical play that doesn't necessarily belong in beer league or doesn't. It was just so over the top and aggressive, like they, mm-hmm. they were they were attacks. So people are getting suspended left and right after like repeat offenders. They're getting kicked from the league. Like at one point, like by the time we met him in the playoffs, they had like four skaters of their original roster left oh, out of wow. 16 because people are just getting booted. Um, and eventually, like after two seasons of that, the whole team wasn't allowed to play in that league anymore. They signed up for another league. That's when we found out that they were like like the Sabres Warriors, you know, you know, the vets. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they recognized us. We recognized them. We had conversations with them. Obviously, like, you know, they have 
you know, they got stuff, stuff going on in their head. Like they've, you know, mm-hmm. they've served our country. They've seen th- things and done things that, that we haven't or could never understand. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely gave us more of an appreciation uh, for that. Um, their physical play came down a bit, I think, because they had been kicked out of an entire league, which is like, I've never heard of a whole team getting booted from a league except for this. Yeah. Um, they still play now. They're much better than they were before. But I, I think it's, I think it's repeat offenders. And like when there is the intent to injure, mm-hmm. um, which not every ref can, you know, can see that because, you know, they've got to look at a lot. And also like, you know, the refs are usually just beer league guys looking to pick up some extra cash. Yeah. Um, they're not professional referees for beer league. So like how much do they really want to be bothered with what's going on? But yeah. I think it's, it's definitely different repeat life. offenders fighting in beer league, like especially at the mid to lower levels, like just what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no one except you gives enough of a shit to do it. Well, I think the the fighting that happens in the lower levels, A, comes from those people that are like the adults coming in that think that that's part of hockey. And also yeah. games that get out of hand because the refs aren't doing their job. Yeah. And I, like if the I refs don't that... take control of the game, things can mm-hmm. get bad. And I think hey, is, refs have, get a lot have of either, crap, Have but... either of you guys been punched in the face before? Well, I, I have, but I have a cage on. If we're talking, on yeah, but I mean, like, uh, legitimately, someone fucking tries to shove their face or their fist through your face. Yeah, either of you ever been punched? Like in a fight? Yeah. No, not without like, a I did, cage on I did karate face. before hockey, but it wasn't like okay. we're not trying to kill each other. Have you? I have, but yes, M- multiple times. Multiple times have I been punched in the face, and multiple times have I punched people in the face uh, th- through through my years, and it is not pleasant. Like, I don't know why people want it, like, why people are all about wanting to fight in beer league, because getting punched in the face, and probably anywhere, really, getting punched does not feel good. So why would you want to put yourself in a position to open yourself up to getting punched in the face? That's the number one reason why I don't fight. It's not cool. I know. I know that. (laughs) Yeah. I can say without getting punched in the face that I don't want to get punched in the face. No, it's the people that want to brag about being tough guys on the ice when, like, they Mm -hmm. can't tie their own skates, so they're just trying to throw fists at people. And and they're throwing punches with gloves on or with people with cage. Maybe they have the cage on. I think a lot – I think, honestly, if we just lined up everyone in this fucking world and someone walked by and punched them right square in the fucking mouth – They'd be like, you know what? I don't want to do that. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do for like a BLPA league. All right, here's the yeah. BLPA league. Everybody register. But before the first game, we're going to line every single person up and someone's going to walk by and just fucking punch you right in the chops. And if you liked it, then okay, you, you have a green light to fight other people that liked it. But if you didn't like it, then you probably shouldn't be fighting because this is what fighting feels like. Feels bad. Yeah, fair. It, it feels bad. bad. It sucks. <laughs> Maybe we'll I mean, start doing I'm... that at uh, at draft experiences just for fun, funsies. That'll be late oh into Friday night. <laughs> Friday night fight night. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. Hope there's yep. a lawyer on retainer. <laughs> no, I I just can't. I mean, I get mad sometimes at a game, but I can't imagine like actually fighting somebody. I'll throw a lot of words around, but when it comes down to it. I got a cage on. You probably have a cage on unless you're a risky boy and you are rocking a shield or something, a half shield. Um, but 
I don't know. I think it's so embarrassing to watch start the fight start on the ice. Like there's a, it's rarely ever warranted. It's usually like the game got out of hand and nobody can keep a cool head anymore. And I, it, I, that's one of the times where I'm like, this is embarrassing and I'm embarrassed to have you on my team. Hey, you know what is fun though? Uh, and this usually escalates things, but it is fun. Is like face washing people, not hard. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. not maliciously. Yeah. But if, but like, if you get a stinky glove and you just rub it in their face, it's very satisfying to do that to somebody. <laughs> You're saying you've it never doesn't... done it maliciously. Oh well, I'm I'm angry. Yeah, I'm, but I, but I'm not trying to hurt. I'm not trying to hurt them. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like, you know what? If you're going to keep being a, a dummy, or maybe I was a dummy, I don't know. But if you're going to keep doing this, well, here, have a taste of this. And it, that's satisfying to me. I'm not hitting them hard. I'm just grabbing yeah. them, you give, them a, give them a little scrub. But that always escalates things. Uh, so it's not the best thing. But it is satisfying to do. Hmm. I have it's people do to that watch. to me it's in like a joking way because I'm short and they think it's funny to do that. But you have a cage. I can't even face wash you with a cage. Over the cage, which is annoying because then it like rattles my head around. Yeah, that's no. You got you got to get someone who's got like a visor and you can really get in there and like you can fill their nose. I would yeah, love to do that. To some, I have I have a little list of people I would love to do that to. I got well, a, I got a pretty good idea yeah, who's so. on the top of the list. So yeah, but Ooh. we didn't talk about him. Well, he wears a cage, oh. so so it doesn't matter. Hard to do. <laughs> yeah, hard to do. Hard to do. All it's right, a little next rattly topic. that way. Um. Uh, well. I actually, like, based on that conversation, this wasn't on the list, but I'm curious about what the ref situation is like in your leagues. So for my league, one of my leagues, our refs don't have to be USA Hockey certified, um, and they don't have to show up to games, apparently, when they just don't feel like it. Um, So the refing is subpar. Some are definitely better than others, but recently it's been absolute trash. So I've been curious. And, like, other rinks that I play at, they're USA hockey certified. They're doing a pretty okay job most of the time. Like can't really complain for beer league. Um, but I like have been so frustrated at my one rink that I was just curious what it's like for y'all. Like, do you always have two refs? Are they certified? Like what goes on there? Um, uh, so the, the league I play in, you don't, they don't have to be certified with hockey Canada, but they do, sh- they do have to show up if they don't show up. I, I, like I know, like just from the, the back end, like working in that, what would happen in our league is if, if a rep didn't show up, he would be fined. Um, and if he got so many fines, they just wouldn't hire him out again. And he had to pay the fine mm-hmm. before he could ref again. Uh, so that was a pretty good deterrent. And then also the good thing about the league is that if you only had one ref show up, you were credited with a certain amount for not having that ref show up. Wow, that would be nice. And, but <laughs> that being said, not all the refs were the greatest. Mm-hmm. That's just with all of them. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to realize you're playing hockey at 10:45 at night or 10:30. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't these aren't pro level refs. And we did have here's the deal: we did have refs that have refed in like the WHL and higher level uh, hockey, and people still said they, they'd complain about those guys too, right? So I think mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where across the board, like no one likes their officials, right? I I had problems with very few officials in the league. I've had some instances with tournament officials before, but at the end of the day, you know, all of us have had times where we get mad at the refs and do, you know, say dumb things or fly off the handle. 
but for the most part like they're just beer league ref like you shouldn't treat them like they're supposed to be pros or know 100% of the rules because the fact of the matter is you don't know 100% of the rules so how can you hold somebody to a standard that you came and hold yourself to for sure but i would say that if you are refing the game you should know more rules than me Oh, not necessarily. Like you, <laughs> but, uh, they, they, they're, like, they're not going to know. I, I'm sure there's NHL refs that still learn stuff when they're making 150 grand a year. So you can't just say you should know way more. Like it, it just it is what it is. Like these way. guys. I just said more. Like it's I don't know. I never job. read. Yeah, but they you should know? know the rules of the game, like the basic rules of the games. I've had refs that like didn't know basic stuff, and that was again embarrassing. But I also think that like be, you know, be lax on offsides, be lax on icing, whatever, but like call a safe game, like make sure everybody gets home safe. Cause again, it's a 1045 game on a weeknight. I'd like to go home without a concussion. Well, I, okay. That, well, that's always cool and understandable. Want. 100% no, that's cool and, <laughs> and understandable, but that you can't, you can't say refs need to do that. Like at some point players also that's have their... to look at themselves and say that's not their job their job is not their, their job is to officiate a game not which to includes make, making sure that like ensuring the safety no, of the players that that's not true so you you think if two players get in a fight then it's their job that they have to go in and break it up because that keeps the players safe oh no, no absolutely not but they should be not, making not, penalty calls to keep the game in control but, but penalties are subjective so you can't you yes. can't say a hard yes Phillies 100% are subjective in every level of the game they are. But a lot of this has to do, has to fall on the players too. And having the responsibility to step up and say, we're beer leaguers, just because a ref doesn't call a penalty doesn't mean we have to escalate it to the point of getting in a fight. Like, that's just what I believe. I believe there's some, there's a form of maturity. And I'm not saying that I've practiced it 100% of the time. I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a, a deity. So I've messed up too, but in, in my heart of hearts, I believe that a lot of the stuff that you see that, that in beer league, you can't just blame on the officials. You have to blame a lot of it on the maturity of the players at hand. Officials are going to make mistakes officiating just like you're going to make mistakes uh, playing on the, uh, on the ice. So you can't just can't say that's their job because I don't feel their job is to keep players safe. It is absolutely part of their job to keep players it is their safe. Job. Nope, I don't believe that. Take if if you take Sorry, the USA hockey I'm, I'm courses, right like it, it is, it is 100% apart. It is oh. their job to keep oh. players safety. Um, granted, it's not their entire job. You know, games mm-hmm. need to run, and like you're saying, like it is well, usually then, this guy's second how, job, and they want to go home. But I don't. How come? How come the director of player safety in have... the NHL is not uh, unofficial? <laughs> I mean. Well, that's a lot different than you know. League. Scratch that's my people's... back, scratch yours. Like we already know that the. I mean, I don't think the guy running the player safety for the NHL was the right hire when they hired him. But it is what it is, and we. Move but that's past also it. people's. That's also people's jobs. Like it's their job to play hockey. So there's, yeah. you know, just like any company has departments of people, that they're, they're going to have departments of people, and that just has to be one of them. Our, you know, USA Hockey is technically the Department of Player Safety for any USA Hockey sanctioned events. And the refs are representative of that if they're USA Hockey certified. See, in my, the big league here, um, you have to be USA certified to ref. That doesn't make you a good ref by any means, but you at no, least had to go through, not. you know, the weekend of training. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like it turns out good refs. It turns out, you know, bad refs that just want to ref bigger league for the extra money because God fees go up every freaking session at this point. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've also played in leagues where like they, they don't have to be certified and it's just guys that play in the league that know the people that run it and they want refs and that, that can be good or bad. Like I have good relationships with them and you know, mm-hmm. it was bad in years past because like I've gotten chippy with them on the ice and it can lead to me maybe getting a call I might not deserve. But, you know, Nick, I think Nick is a little bit right. Like calls are a little bit subjective because mm-hmm. if you just go straight by the rule book, everyone's in the box. There's a, yeah, there's a the whistle time. every 20 seconds. So you, you, you just um, you can't make every call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, well, what I'm saying is that like I'm I'm looking I'm literally looking at like a Hockey Canada uh roles and responsibility officiating duties for referee and linesman and i don't see anything here that says keep the player safe so we can't say that their job is to keep a player safe that is not the job of an official a job of an official is to officiate a game and to try to keep the game in order and to make sure all the rules are adhered to in a game. But don't the I don't rules think that exist that means... for player safety? Like like slashing. A lot Why of them would a slashing do. call yeah. exist if it wasn't for player safety? Yeah. And I, I'm I mean, not saying I, I, it falls yeah. solely on the ref because it absolutely falls on the players as well. Yeah, but I, there it's, I think it's I think it's both. Set. Yeah, like if if um, you have somebody on the ice who's a hothead who's getting away with a lot of stuff that like are should be penalties. And they know they're getting away with it. They're gonna, and their mentality is, oh, if I can get away with that, I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm gonna maybe see what else I can get away with. Like that's where problems start. Like if you nip that in the bud and you say, like, okay, I'm gonna start calling penalties early, just so everybody knows that I'm taking this seriously. That's gonna maybe stop somebody who would escalate a situation. Yeah, and like I've I've played in the league, where like I'm playing in the league, but I'm also refing that league. And that was a league that didn't need to be need me, need to be certified. So like, you know, I knew the general stuff, but like, got mm-hmm. I didn't know all the rules by any right. means. Like you're saying, like I should know more than the players. Like, sure, some I did, some I I can tell you I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it it is a fine line. Like, you know, you have to you should know the troublemakers pretty early on in the game and try to not necessarily focus on them or like look for a call, but you know you do want to keep the game moving but keep players safe. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like refs just don't see everything. For it's sure, bit, and like, it's, I found, it's more frustrating when, I was when playing, yeah, I found it very difficult to to see everything. Like if you're sitting on the bench, I I honestly feel like you see you can see every slash, every tripping call. Mm-hmm. But when you're out there on the ice, like trying to focus on, you know, one ref has to focus on, you know, where the puck is. The other ref needs to watch the rest of everything else, and like mm-hmm. you just you just miss you just miss stuff constantly. Yeah, I the I think the calls that frustrated me the most are like things that are blatantly happening like at the play. Honestly, sometimes they just you know like the ref could see and like and their head be like, oh shit, that was really bad. But now they've taken the time to think that instead of actually make the call, and too much time has gone by to make it. Oh, I know because that happened to me like a couple of weeks ago where it happened right next to the ref, and he went, oh, I can't believe he did that to you. I was like, oh, but that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I watched okay. um I guess that's the it. first game I ever refed, I watched a player take an opposing player's stick and throw it right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I was just so shocked that this had happened that I was just like <laughs> in my mind like, holy shit, he just fucking did that. And never made <laughs> and the call. Were, and they just he yeah. just looked at me, I was like, oh, I'll I'll make it up, but I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> like what? I was in shock. <laughs> I was. And I like I fucked up real bad. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well then if you, so here's another similar question. If you have a player in a league who is constantly starting shit, like they are known to be a shit disturber, they like try to hurt people, they're not playing the game, they're just out there playing dirty every single game, people complain about them all the time, How, oh, like that's why the are league. they still playing in the league? It, that That's on the league, like like for for the big league here, like, you know, there's, if there's issues like that, there's always a meeting with the head of the referees association and, and usually USA hockey representative, but it's on the league for disciplinary action. Like the, all the mm-hmm. referees can do is like make it known. Oh yeah, for sure. And that, and like, obviously like teams are like players on teams are always going to bitch about something. Like no one's happy. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, of course not. No one's happy, but it's, it falls on the league to actually follow through with disciplinary action. And, you know, sometimes they just don't. They don't care enough. Like, you know, they just want your money. They're going to move forward. Or maybe, you know, they'll have the the meeting with said player and be like, hey, this is what's up. If you mess up again, you're out. And mm-hmm. maybe they're good the rest of that season, depending on when that happens. But it always starts back up. Yeah. But leagues don't want to, I think, at least our big league here, I think they're afraid to, like, to get rid of a player because they're worried the team will go with it. Mm. Which I think yeah. is rarely the case. Because sometimes those players on that team, like their team doesn't necessarily want them. I've definitely seen that before. Or, like I've watched guys get kicked out of the game and people are like, that's fine. We don't really care. Yeah, it's like, sweet. Now we can play. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Nick, have you seen a lot of that? Like just like straight up douchebag behavior and well, over the, the border? Leagues I, the leagues I play in have penalty uh, minute limits. So basically limits. if you get... Uh, yeah, so if you get 30 penalty minutes in a season, and this is a 30-game season, if you get 30, 30 penalty minutes, you get a one-game suspension. If you get 40 uh, penalty minutes, you get two-game suspension. And if you hit 50 penalty minutes, then you, uh, you're you suspended for a year. So it really weeds out the – yeah, it really weeds out the dummies and you because, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if, you, if you fight – well, one, in this league, if you fight, you're, you're kicked out forever. Uh, mm-hmm. at least for a year before they review it. Um, so, but anytime you get a game misconduct, I mean, that's 10 minutes, right? So if you do, if you do that five times, you know, one every six games, well, you're suspended for a year. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and then they also do it for, for teams as well. Uh, I can't remember the exact one, but uh, I think it was in, in uh, thir- I think 30 games, if you got 300 penalty minutes, uh, they wouldn't invite you back to the league, which is hard in some leagues. I get it because it's a revenue driver. Um, mm-hmm. and, and to be honest with you, with this league, I, I saw some teams hit 300 and they, what they did is they just, because they were friends of the league, they uh, just had them change their team name and captain and they let it in. But oh. in theory, if, you, if you've got the stones, if you've got the huevos to, to honor that stuff, that stuff goes a long way with, with getting that kind of stuff out of the game, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've, I I've never heard that before, but I like that idea a lot. Yeah, like I have leagues where like if you get three penalties a game, you're out for that game. But yeah, yeah that's the, the, whole, the, the whole season, I don't, I don't think I've seen that. That's I like that yeah. a lot. Well, it definitely keep it definitely keeps things down when you know that there's consequences for for penalty minutes. Um, but then also it was, uh, uh, but then also I mean there were times where you know teams would be close to that mark, and so they'd forfeit a couple games going into oh, the playoffs so on. they didn't get suspended but wow. here, here's the other thing here here's one thing i wanted to bring up we're talking about penalties and all that kind of stuff one thing one thing that i saw was uh 
you know, a lot of people online talking about, oh, well, you know, if your team's going to forfeit, please tell us, or talking about teams forfeiting games. And I reach out to them and they say, yeah, they just forfeit. And then we, we go about our day. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, like we pay 10,000 bucks for a season. And that, so games are like worth gold. So when a team forfeits, it's a big deal. So there's lots of rules and leagues up there where if you, if your team forfeits, a game. So if you don't show up or you don't have a goalie or whatever, um, not only do you give up that game that you just forfeited, you have to give one of your games to the team that you forfeited to because it wasn't their fault that you forfeited. So why should they have to? Why should yeah. they have to suffer? suffer. So yeah, I think that's, that's a good I like rule that. too. Yeah, I like that too. We don't have that. We have uh, we have a fee we have to pay, and all the leagues I'm in, where if we forfeit, we have to pay. I think one league is like it's just like a hundred bucks, but I think in, in the bigger leagues, it's it's pretty hefty. Because they it's don't want probably to like half that. of the ice at least. I think yep. it might be more in some yeah. cases. I know for my for one of my leagues, you have to pay for half the the sheet of ice. Um, but that's like that's a more that's a different league. That's our women's league. So the teams are buying their own ice and and dealing with that. Um, but the one men's league, there's no penalty at all. What? It's just just Which none. Is, no. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, you forfeit. Okay, there's ice there if you want to skate on it. But other than that, you're kind of screwed. So like there's been times where guys have tried to get people together to at least have like a drop-in skate on the ice that they have. But it, you're just screwed out of a game at that point. So I just so you know, I got, fi- I got five minutes. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So um, I think one of the things that's been like burning on my mind that I wanted to get your y'all's opinions on because we all know that ranch is allegedly king not in my mind but and people love to put ranch on pizza and that's a complicated issue uh but we've talked about that enough in the Facebook group and I wanted to hear your thoughts on pineapple on pizza because that's also a contentious topic that's disgusting here's the deal it's the same way with ranch and blue cheese. I don't give two shits what you like. I don't. I don't care. If you like blue cheese, good for you. I'm not going to say you're a disgusting fucking human being. But that's what you're going to think. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But I, I'm not going to hold it against you and say you're a bad person because you don't like what I like. Me personally, mm-hmm. I, think, I think pineapple on regular pizza is disgusting. Now... That being said, there is a such thing as fruit pizza. Pineapple definitely belongs on fruit pizza. I just don't think it belongs on pizza with uh, tomato sauce, cheese, and uh, usually Canadian bacon or ham. What's fruit pizza? Well, yeah, what the hell is fruit pizza? You never seen so the, uh, uh, fruit. Do you mean pizza like the dessert like, pizza from like Pizza Hut? Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Like my wife may, has made fruit pizza before. It's got like uh, it's got like a a, a sugar cookie. A sugar cookie uh, as the crust, and then they put uh, some kind of spread on it, uh, like cream cheese, like raspberry cream cheese. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually like the fruit like, dip grapes. stuff. Yeah, but hey, here's another one. There's a s'more pizza at Papa Murphy's. Oh boy, <laughs> that thing. Listen, I'll eat that whole motherfucker, go into a diabetic coma, wake up and do it again the next day. That's how Ew. good a s'more pizza is. But I don't think that that pineapple uh, belongs on a regular pizza. Pizza. Do you not you like a not a hot fruit person? Hot fruit or like a grilled pineapple oh, or like a hot like, like hot. You know what the 
The best fruit is when oh, you go see, to I the love pot. the, uh, uh, yeah, the I love cinnamon sugar like plantains that they give you that, while you're that's eating. That's good too. Oh that's my god. That's good too. Yep. Yep. So it's not that's hot delicious. fruit. It's more like the combo of like it's tomato sauce and cheese with. And, and listen, uh, listen, and, when we, and listen. When we talk about pizza, like I'm pretty plain guy. Like I like a pepperoni pie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I'll go a little crazy. Like if I go to Blaze, I usually get pepperoni ham and some bacon, and then have them put a little uh, balsamic uh, drizzle on it. That's good. But for the most part, like I'm eating just a pepperoni pie, maybe pepperoni mm-hmm. and Canadian bacon slash ham, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Canadian bacon order- and ham are not the same thing, and we we don't need to talk are, about they, that today. They but- are in the states, but when you say Canadian bacon up in Canada, they give you actual bacon. So if yeah. you want Canadian bacon. You want to just ask for ham up there, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a stark realization for Canadians in America when you ask for Canadian bacon and you get ham. Very sad, very sad. Dan, are you team pineapple on pizza or not? I mean, I've had it. I just, I don't know. Like, don't I'm care. Not <laughs> like, I go, like, I think a pizza place, like, you know if it's hey, good or second. bad based wait on second. the cheese wait and pepperoni. Wait a yeah, second, yeah, yeah. We, we, hey, wait a second. Hey, wait a second. We have a... Uh, I have some uh, a message from the uh, peanut gallery here in the RV with me, uh, oh, and he hey, said, the, "the peanut gallery said, fuck Dan." <laughs> oh, I mean, I've been messaging him, and he's got he's got other words for you, bud. But I'll let you guys figure that out since you're living together for next week. Oh wow! Start stir the pot me, right Patrick? as we uh, as we have to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Smart I'll, move. I'll snatch it. I'll snatch his fucking phone right out of his hand. And read all them fucking messages, Dan. I'm not afraid to do that. <laughs> Chuck it right out the window. Tell him to get Chuck fucked. I will tell him to get fucked. Hey, why don't you fafo? Why don't you fafo over there, Peck? Fuck oh boy! And find out. I I can't wait to see how uh, y'all have. Hmm, what's the word? Degraded by next week? <laughs> no, nah, we'll be we'll be good. Me and Peck, we love each other, man. Bro, just hey, mentally, bro, hey, just mentally. Hey. Hey, bros fight sometimes. Sometimes they take off their shirts and do topless wrestling. You know, that's just what happens in brotherhood, you know? Is that what was happening today? Well, no. I, I want Bigger to, snap I want to punch... definitely what happened today. I, I, I want, I <laughs> no want, shirts I want to punch him in the day. face. I want to punch him in the face when he was fucking snoring when I was driving down the fucking road at 1.30 in the fucking morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. But, hey, but I didn't. I was like, you know what? Tex had a hard day working, killing bugs. You should have uh, faked a crash. I'm not gonna no, fake no, a crash. I mean, no. you know, I, I I just was like, man, it would be nice if there was someone else driving right now. <laughs> and when fucking Pex over here, I would have woke him up and tossed him the keys, like your turn, bud. Let's go, oh and just see, nope, see if nope. he makes it or not. Go on the adventure, well, man. No, yeah, no, because if he doesn't make it, then I likely don't make it, and I got Nick, some other. You things gotta that risk I gotta it to get the life. biscuit, bud. I've got the biscuit, and I, you know. <laughs> So, all right. Hey, I got to go. I got to get out of here. You guys finish this up yourself. Everyone else have a good week. I'm going to say it right now because I have to leave. Uh, Be good or be good at it. See you guys later. (laughs) Big gulp, see? (laughs) Oh, he's just gone. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what he wanted us to finish because that was really the the end. That was the the ending. So here's a bonus ending for everybody in case he chooses to use this in the podcast. Uh, Thanks for joining us this week and for putting up with Nick on the road uh, tired brain today. Um, And hopefully we'll have our wits about us a little bit more next week. And I'm sure we'll hear about some more uh, topless RV wrestling. Probably not the kind you would look forward to, but who's to say? I'm not going to judge what you're into. So Dan, do you have anything else to say? 
I'm speechless. <laughs> I feel abandoned. Yeah, no, that's what it feels like. Um, well, I guess uh, I'll say it again. Be good or be good at it.